Hello and welcome to the very first episode of the SciTalk podcast. We're here to give you a small dose of entertainment while you go about your day. I'm your host, Patricia Thompson. Hi, I'm Brandon Griffith. So a lot of people have been spending more time at home lately, and of course we have too. So we wanted to talk about some shows that we've been watching while we're stuck at home. What's one of your favorite shows that you've watched this year? This year? This year. Oh, that's a that's a tough question. Uh, most of the shows that we've watched are consist of anime, and I've seen most of them. But uh, if we're talking just like normal shows or anything of the sort, it could be I, anime or it could be a normal human show that everyone else would watch. I don't know. I think Lou Over the Wall was a good uh, movie. It wasn't a show, but it was a movie that we watched uh, that gave a real good like family Studio Ghibli vibes. It was by the studio that brought uh, Double Man Crybaby. It was an award-winning anime of 2019. It was actually voted anime of the year. The animation for it was pretty simplistic, but the overall story and everything was very genuine and heartwarming. Yeah. And... I don't know. I just really liked it. It was a very, I'd say, cutesy, child-friendly anime with some dark twists to it. I mean, like it yes. wasn't too dark, but it had like hidden meanings. I think. Yeah, uh, it really showed uh, the bad side of the human nature. Uh, if a human doesn't know, so, like, how do I word this? For humans, the unknown is scary. And in this show, uh, it's about these kids who find a mermaid. And the entire population on this island kind of had a negative view on the mermaids. They thought they were bad, but they never really met them or got to know them. They were just pinned against each other for no reason, really. Yeah, so when a, uh, what the overall like theme of the story is, well, in my opinion, is when humans... Humans fear the unknown, and they really just judge a book by its cover, its looks, or uh, by the past, what other people have said, without even experiencing it for themselves. Yeah, and I think that is a very relevant topic right now of people judging a book by its cover before they actually get to know the people with everything going on with the riots and stuff. Uh, Don't really touch, want to touch on that too much. But I think it's relevant right now. Overall, I would say, again, it has a very Studio Ghibli vibe. If you don't know what that is, it is a top-end Japanese animation studio. It's basically the Disney of Japan. And, and now that it's actually connected with Disney, they own Studio Ghibli. But I feel like it's a really good movie. And even if you're not an anime fan, it would be a great watch. Uh, you can find it on Netflix. Yeah. A lot of the shows that we're going to be mentioning will be on Netflix. And if they're not on Netflix, they're on Funimation and they're anime, of course. Uh, I would say moving on to the next show, though. I want to talk about Don't Fuck With Cats. Oh, that one was all right. That one was... I mean, it was, a- it, was, it, was, it was interesting, but at the same time, I feel it was not my taste. I don't know. At first, it was 
I was unsure about it when I first started it, but it was something like something about the series just kind of got me hooked and wanted like I wanted to keep watching it. I guess just the mystery behind like who did it. Well, since you're the one that has a better take on the show, why don't you go ahead and explain what the show's about and what really like caught your attention, what really hooked you on the show? Okay, so in the very first episode, this lady was looking online and found somehow stumbled across this video of this guy messing with this cat and throughout the video he just kept tormenting it and eventually by the end of the video he had killed the cat and so she was trying to figure out who this guy was and then there was a Facebook page of all of these people that like came together and were trying to figure out the mystery of who was this guy he put out several different videos and overall like he had sociopathic tendencies or something, something that, like, they knew he was a serial killer and that he was going to move on to something bigger than just cats. And eventually he did, and it goes throughout the series of trying to hunt him down and figure out who he was. So, I think it was pretty interesting. I mean, it was not my taste, but I would give it a very good rating for how they... Uh played out the story i really loved it and again it goes back to that uh overall story like about the human like psyche like people are crazy you don't know a person until you get to know a person like this person was obsessed with themselves they were creating multiple different profiles and he did all this just to become famous internet famous yeah which it works because he got his own show now. That entire show, I think it blew up when it first came out on Netflix. Like, you would hear about it nonstop online. So that's kind of why I got into it. But Now, if we're talking about, like, human psyche, though, I say a really interesting one is by the creators of uh, Adventure Time, which is a Cartoon Network original. It's a very good, like, child show, even if you're not young. And you watch that show, it's very good. I'm, like, almost 21 years of age, and I would still watch that show. It was very amazing. But the creators also came out with the show called Min, uh, The Midnight Gospel. And it's a piece of work. Like, the animation is not the... It's really something else. <laughs> the animation is not the best, but it has a very, like, appealing view from my standpoint. And, like, I wouldn't know anything about this but it really gives like psychedelic trippy vibes to it yeah that's the one thing like it's very all over the, over the place there's not really much of a storyline to it which is hard to get like hooked on the show at first like i wasn't sure about it the first probably like three episodes at least but like once you watch it more, I feel like you kind of get the flow of things and it starts making more sense. It, it doesn't ever make sense, but... I liked how at the very beginning of every episode, there was an underlying storyline. Like there was always something going on. And then this character would jump into these alternate planets to film his own podcast. And when the actual title of the show popped up it transitioned into a podcast not about religion which is what i first thought it was but about spirituality and about the human mind and soul and basically it helps you open up 
yourself and understand yourself a little bit better. One of the last episodes is talks about meditation and the human brain and basically how to live in the moment. They talk about try to focus on the inside of your hand. What does it feel like? What does the inside of your hand feel like? And once you start to feel that, they tell you to start to feel the inside of your arm and then your shoulder. Right, and, and it's then, moving throughout your body. And they basically explain that as being here and in the moment. And that's like the very first step of meditation, which I never understood until that point. I just thought meditation was thinking on something. But they really open your eyes to all the different beliefs and basically just the understanding of spirituality and how to be one with yourself. And I really liked that. And the art style was pretty unique. I think it gave off Adventure Time vibes, definitely, but, like, not really what I expected it would be like. I guess I expected more like Adventure Time, but I didn't really know too much about it before I started watching it, so it just kind of dived right in. Yeah. Uh, there is, I will say it's not for the normal audience, uh, especially since there is a lot of uh, blood. There was a... There was blood? Yeah, there was blood. No, you probably don't remember, but like in a few episodes there's people getting blown up, there's people getting eaten. Yeah, I guess there was a lot of destruction. Yeah. I would say it's not for child uh like child experience. It's not like the original Adventure Time uh show. It's more for an adult audience. Yeah. I would be definitely interested in learning more about like the podcast that it's based on. I don't know if there is like an outside actual podcast it seems like they record the podcast for the for the show specifically if you ask me because some of the animation just went along with what they were doing in the podcast unless they added that in separately but i couldn't tell myself the way i took it is that they based the animation on the what like the podcast was because it kind of seems like it's they add some stuff in for the show and then just take parts of the podcast, bits and pieces of it, and like integrate it into what they need for the show. But I could be wrong. I mean, check it out for yourself and like you can get your own take for it. Right. I, I would, definitely hope there's a season two. I mean, most likely. Yeah. Most likely. There was a lot of stuff that was left uh, untied, a lot of loose ends. But moving on from that one, I think a really good one to talk about would be a show that I wanted to watch for a long time, but we finally got the chance to watch, K-On! I started watching that one, and you're like, ooh, I have always wanted to see that. Yeah. like, I had no idea. Well, I didn't know if it... just looked really cutesy, and so I didn't think it would be your cup of tea. So I tried watching it without you. And then I heard anime, and of course I come running. Uh, it's a very slice of life type show it's about what was it five high school girls yeah well started with four and then it added yeah Yeah. uh five high school girls that are living their high school years uh in a band like uh after school group yeah there's a club that they built for the school yeah and uh the band of course is named after tea time i thought after school tea time after school tea time (laughs) i 
I don't know why I would think that their band name would be K-On. I don't know. Maybe it has to do with the title, but you know. I would just assume that that would be their band name because why else would the show be called that? If I'm being honest with you, I was kind of disappointed with where they took the series. I understand it's just the girls living out their high school life and stuff like that. I was very satisfied with how it was. Like, I don't like a big in-depth storyline with a bunch of plot twists. I like a simple slice of life. I mean, I know it was a simple slice of life, but I was hoping that they would actually be able to make it big time. I was hoping that they did have an actual band that wasn't just based around the high school life. I was just hoping that they would actually become, in a sense, kind of like idols like most Japanese people like to think they can become i like that they didn't do that because it's more realistic of like an actual high schooler's experience not every single band is going to make it big like yeah you followed the series throughout their high school and like you want them to be big and like they did do some gigs they did a gig in london so that's pretty big i mean that's fair but at the same time like i don't know i was just anticipating more uh, with especially with the following of the show, uh, there is a lot of people that love that show. There is a lot around the world that have watched it already. This one's yeah. found on Netflix, and there is a series as well as a movie. Yeah, and the movie really like kind of sums things up and gives you a nice ending. I think that's when they went to London, right? Yes, yeah, that was when they went to London. So it's like goes back, I think, to their spring break, but the show goes farther than that. I'm pretty sure. You know, one that we really need to watch, uh, we need to watch the final movie, Eden of the East. That one was a really good series. That we actually watched last year. Yeah, I'm sorry to take this off of this year, but I do have to... It's still a very good recommendation. Dude, this is an honorable mention because this show, it's very underrated. It's It's very underground. It's underrated, and also I don't think about it when I think like my top animes that I enjoy. Um, It doesn't really come to mind that often, but it had an entire series and there was a movie or two, two two movies. Yeah. We, uh, it's, uh, I believe it's 12 or 13 episode series with two full movies. And we watched the first movie and the whole series, but we haven't watched the second movie yet. Uh, it's about this guy that wakes up in the U S in front of, in front of the white house bare butt naked <laughs> yeah. and he does not have any memory of his life beforehand and i don't know uh if you've watched like death note or anything like that it kind of gives a vibe like that but not quite yeah there's a total of what like 12 or 13 people with these cell phones yeah and they all just like randomly appear with these phones at some point and uh, they basically have this amount of money that they uh, have with those phones that they can tell this computer what they want to do and it will make it happen. Right. Like, and they're pretty much competing to be like the top person. They're trying to benefit the world. Yeah. And the person that benefits the world the most wins. Right. And but, I would relate it with Death Note as like they're trying to be like God, I guess. Yeah. Like, being in control and, like, all-powerful. Like, in Death Note, he's Kira, which is... I think that's, like, some form of way of, like, trying to say God. I'm pretty sure Kira means God. Yeah, I think so. So, like, he's 
taking the power into his own hands and like you know killing off people in Death Note. You know, another one with phones that's really good. You already know where this one's going. One of my number one anime slash show is called Mariah Nikki, but the translation for it is Future Diary. It's uh, literally these people, like 12 people with phones that can read the future, like their phone's telling the future, but in their own sense. It's like in a diary style. Fighting to become God of the Universe. Yeah, and then like... There's so many plot twists throughout that show that Dude, it'll it'll just keep you hooked and on the edge of your seat. Uh, that, let me tell you, so with anime, there's uh, a special episode that usually comes with an anime. It's called an OVA or an original animated video. And it's basically like an extra episode to wrap up the show or add in special details. And before... I even knew there was an OVA that actually tied the loose ends of that show up. I was so upset with that final episode. Like, it was so good. I could see it being very upsetting because by the time I got to the end of that series and, like, we didn't watch the OVA yet, I was just like, you can't just leave a show like this. Like, I was so upset. I was, it was amazing. Like, don't get me wrong. It was amazing. But... It just baffled me for like two to three weeks, like until I found the OVA. I was, I was just stuck on it. I was like, "What?" It's like when you watch a movie and you're really into this movie, but then by the end of the movie, every single main character just dead. That is the most disappointing thing, disappointing way to end a movie ever. Like I'm telling you, it's, it's a must see. It's a, it's a must see. It's very good. Uh, I will, again, point out some advisories. There is a lot of blood. There is partial nudity. Uh, it's not to take lightly for children. Yeah, definitely if you have small children, I wouldn't watch it with them. But I will tell you, it is one of my, one of the anime that is closest to my heart. Yes, and that one you can find on Funimation as The Future Diary, I think is what it, the title is. Like I, I think it's under Mariah and Nikki. No, it's Future Diary. Is it? Yes. Okay. And um, Eden of the East is actually not on Netflix, and I'm not sure if it's on Funimation. It very well might be, but we have the DVDs because we found it at... Uh, Mega Replay? Yeah. Just like a resale store for movies and stuff. Uh, all must-sees. You know what's a must-see? What? The Lobster. Oh my god, don't even get started <laughs> on the lobster. Go ahead, I'll let you explain this one since you're the one that loves it more than I do. So if you like indie movies, do I got a show for you? Because it's fucking amazing. I don't even like know how to explain the storyline. I guess every human has an end. Like If you don't become a couple and you don't get married to someone, you end up getting turned into the animal of your choice. Is it just animals? Yeah, it's just animals. I don't believe it's insects. Okay. Yeah, you can get turned into an animal of your choice, and this guy's choice was a lobster. And so they get he gets put in this hotel where all of the other single people get, and they're pretty much forcing you to try to get into a relationship. And it's like the most awkward and stiff acting you'll ever see. But for some reason, that just makes it better. I like it. I will say I don't hate it. But it's... 
interesting. It's an indie movie. Like, that's all I can say is that's kind of to be expected with an indie movie. I can tell you when I first met her, Patricia, uh, she was telling me nonstop I need to watch this movie. She was like, this movie's amazing. We should watch this movie. We should watch this movie. We eventually watched it and it kind of lived up to what Patricia said, but at the same time, like, it's very awkward. But that's what makes it funny. I mean, I guess. I don't think... I'm not sure it was meant to be a comedic movie, but it was. I feel like that one has really good symbolism for, like, the human society as well. Uh, basically just saying, like, you... Most people think that they have to blend in. They have to be in a relationship. You have to find your special someone. Otherwise, I don't know, it's bad. <laughs> it's not really, though. Like, there was no fine lines in that movie. There was the people that were off in the wilderness that weren't able to see people. Like, there was restrictions and rules not to see people. Right, they built their own little, like... Safe house. Gang of people that were, like, off the grid trying to hide from the government that was trying to force them into these relationships. And then the hotel, I feel like, symbolized the society where you have to have a relationship and you have to have something that matches that other person. Something similar in order to make you a working relationship. Yeah. Like the one girl, she always got bloody noses, so the guy thought he should force himself to get bloody noses because he wanted to be with her. He always broke his nose. Yeah, and like, <laughs> he like smashed his nose to break it or to like make it bleed. It's it's a... I would say it's a, it's a good one to watch. She says it's a must-see. I say it's a good one to watch. Maybe uh, when you have some downtime. I don't know where you would be able to find this one. Yeah, you'd have to find a download online somewhere. Buy it on iTunes. <laughs> I don't know. Does iTunes do movies? It's not on Netflix. I don't think it's on Amazon Prime or Hulu. Oh, really? Really? Really good one to see. Let me tell you, though. My actual number one show to watch space dandy yes <laughs> space dandy he's a dandy guy in space uh my that is my number one show and it is completely and i mean completely underrated every single episode is like kind of different from the other but like when he first turned it on and tried to make me watch it i'm like what is this this is kind of like ridiculous and i didn't really get into it at first or take it seriously but like it's one of those like shows that you can watch mindlessly. You don't need to follow any storyline to, which I actually love that kind of show. So the reasoning behind that, let me tell you, is in one of the later episodes, they explain... Let me explain the story. Spoiler warning. Yeah, there's spoilers. I will tell you that. So let me explain this uh, the storyline first. It follows a guy named Space Dandy with his two crew members. Uh, I believe it's Meow and QT. Yeah. It's a cat type thing they call it a Beetlejuicean and then a vacuum robot which uh they're all traveling in space together and they go on random adventures they're alien hunters and they have to capture and uh review new alien species in order to make money but they're pretty terrible at it well throughout the entire series uh Dandy has these uh this entire empire chasing after him for some special reason well he has a rare material that 
like energy material that hit his body that makes him special. It's like a limitless source of power that they could use to like to overtake the entire universe. And throughout the entire series, they're going uh, they're going over different stories, of course. And you don't understand until later in the ep- or like later in the series, they explain when you warp speed, you're not the same person that you were in the last uh, like spot you were. So if you go warp from one place to another, there's two different versions of you. But it shouldn't be possible. The only per- reason Danny was able to do it is because of that special energy in his body. Yay, science. Yay, science. I love science. Uh, but I t- think one of the things I love most about this show is, first of all, the variation in art styles. Every single different episode has a different art style. Like, they go back and forth between certain art styles. Like, they just had different animators. Yeah, I feel like there was one main animation, like, style, and then there was, like, episodes in between that were different. Like, they had different animators, which was kind of interesting to see. I forget which which episode it was. I believe it was six or seven. Maybe it was four through seven, somewhere in between. There's an episode where he finds this rare alien that's this little girl that can transmit minds uh, like a, a person's mind and put them into her stuffed penguin toy you wasn't paying attention to i wasn't her. paying attention until later in the series <laughs> i vaguely remember it but to me i'm getting goosebumps talking about this to me the animation in that episode was one of the most beautiful things i've ever seen the way they portrayed space, the way that they portrayed, like, the world around them, the music that goes along with it, the environment that they, like, immerse you in, it's amazing. I love, I love the art style, the music, everything about it, the environment. And another thing that I love is that you don't have to take the series seriously. Yeah, and it's easy for anyone to watch. Like me, I'm very bad at, like, paying attention to stuff, and I have, like, you know short-term memory or something i don't pay attention to every episode as much as i should so for me it's nice to watch one episode and be like this is totally normal and i'm not like what happened in the next episode because i don't remember why they're at this point but where can you find that one uh i believe that one is on funimation that's where we watched it yeah i think so but i will say right here now get off this podcast i don't care Go and watch the series. because Watch it after the podcast. It's about over. Okay, fair. We won't take up too much of your time. But watch it. And I promise you, it would be weird at first. If you aren't into anime, I think it's a good starter anime. It's a very good starter anime. It gives space, or not, what is that, Cowboy Bebop vibes, like art style? I've only tried to watch Cowboy Bebop once, and honestly, I couldn't get into it. But I'm going to let you know, watch it. Just watch you, it. You yeah. won't regret it. But I think we'll go over one more anime. We mainly watch anime. so, And that is The Flower We Saw That Day. Yeah. Oh, don't. Don't. It is the most tear-jerking, emotional roller coaster that you will ever watch. I highly recommend it. You can watch it on Netflix. I don't even want to get into this. I'm actually tearing up because... We're just, we're just going to cry. <laughs> oh, my God. Just bring a tissue box. You'll need it. 
mainly towards the end of the series, I'd it's, say. Uh, I believe it's an 11-episode series, which is a, lot, uh, a little shorter than most series, like anime series. Yeah, you can like watch it in a weekend. In a day, if you really want to commit. And that's some dedication. I would say a weekend, just to be safe. Uh, the storyline follows the main character and his group of friends who have been separated for years. And he became a hermit because when they were younger, one of their best friends, the girl that he loved when he was a child, fell into a river and died. And he kind of always blamed himself for the incident, even though it wasn't his fault. She ran off on her own. And then out of nowhere, her ghost appears and is following him around. And for a while, he thought she was just an illusion. He thought, like, it's just his mind playing tricks on him. But he actually came to find out that she came back to finish unsolved uh, business that she had promised someone, I'm not going to bring any spoilers up, uh, that she would do something. And they were trying to figure out what he, or what she wants so she can actually pass along. But the thing is, only the main character can see her. Only the main character can see her, and it brings up some conflict because the friend group broke up a long time ago when she died, and it's she's basically just brings them back together. But there's a lot of like fighting because they don't understand why he's the only one that gets to see her. Right, and they also thought he was lying about it and making it up just to like hold on to the past, pretty much. And I'm telling you. This show will destroy your heart and soul. That last episode, I literally cried actual tears. And, like, usually when I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to cry, like, from a movie. I don't actually cry, but, like, this one? I got goosebumps. I'm shaking. This show, I will give it a 10 out of 10. That's very hard to do. Like, I'm very critical when it comes to shows. And, like, it has a 10 out of 10 for me. Yeah, I think we have a lot of top animes, but that one is just really really up there oh it's very gotta be one of the like at least top two and i'm pretty sure we've already said but you can find that one on netflix yes so get on netflix enjoy your weekend and enjoy uh crying your eyes out i think this is where we'll wrap it up i will leave a list of all of the animes and where you can find them in the description so you can look at those if you want to thank you for tuning into this week's episode And you guys have a wonderful day.